Well, howdy! This podcast is a proud member of the Podcon Go Network. Podcon Go. Family-friendly shows that are fun for everyone. Welcome to Elderberry Tales. Grab a warm cup of tea. It's time for a story. Today's story is The Tale of Auden and His Bear, a story from Iceland. Before we get started, I just wanted to let you know, this story is not scary at all. A thousand years ago, in the western fjord of Iceland, lived a youth named Auden. While Auden lived a simple life with his widowed mother, he yearned for adventure in faraway lands. The young man's chance came late one summer, when a merchant from Norway decided to stay in Iceland over the winter, rather than to risk the winter seas. So Auden worked for the captain of the ship all winter, in exchange for passage aboard his ship back to Norway the following spring. When the ice started to crack and the days got longer, the day of the voyage was at hand. Auden gave all his savings to his mother. This will take care of you until I return, he said. And when will that be, my son? said his mother, fearing the dangers of long sea voyages. Three years from now said Auden. He kissed her, they wept a little, and said their goodbyes. So Auden sailed west with the captain of the ship to Greenland, where they traded for almost a year. In Greenland, Auden was amazed by the raw beauty of the huge white polar bear, and before they set sail for Norway, he gave all his savings and everything he owned but the clothes on his back to buy one of these majestic animals and take it with him. What a fine gift, he thought with excitement. This treasure of a bear will be for the king of Denmark, King Sven. But the captain's ship was bound for Norway, and so Auden was obliged to stop there first. The place where they docked was not far from the castle of King Harald, the king of Norway, Word soon got out about Auden's amazing bear, and King Harold sent a messenger to Auden with an invitation for him to visit the castle. I heard about this treasure of a bear you have, said King Harold to the young man. Indeed, it's a treasure fit for a king. Yes, sir, said Auden uneasily, realizing the king may be expecting the gift for himself. With all due respect, sir, I purchased the bear to give to King Sven of Denmark. The king stiffened. You must know, he frowned, that Norway and Denmark are at war, and our two countries are mortal enemies. The royal guards whipped their swords out of the sheaths and stared at Auden. Yes, your majesty, said Auden, trying not to look about. Yet in my own royal hall, you dare to suggest that you intend to give this bear to King Sven of Denmark? Yes, 
That is my intention, your majesty, said Auden. A long moment passed. Very well, said the king finally, with a wave of his hand. The guards relaxed their grips, though they still stared at Auden. Then go in peace. I will not stop you. But I require one thing. What is that, your majesty? When you return, you must stop by and tell me how King Sven rewarded you for that treasure of a bear. Auden agreed, and was more than a little bit relieved, I don't mind telling you. And he left as quickly as he felt it was polite to do. Auden gave his last penny for passage to Denmark, and there he presented King Sven with his treasure of a bear. The king was delighted. How do you expect that I will reward you for such a fine gift? said the king. Only by accepting it, said Auden, bowing. Yes, yes, of course, said the king. But you sacrificed a great deal to bring me this bear. The least I can do is to offer you a position as my royal cupbearer, with honors besides, and my personal invitation to remain at the palace for as long as you wish. And so Auden lived comfortably at the palace of the King of Denmark for many months, until he remembered that if he was to return to his mother within three years, he had best set sail that spring. So he asked the king permission to take his leave. When his ship was at the wharf and ready to sail, King Sven accompanied him to the harbor. Normally, I am not pleased when a member of my court asks to leave, said the king. But as you must return to your mother, certainly that is a worthy goal. Tell me, son, said the king, pointing to the largest of the ships getting fitted out for a voyage. What do you think of that one? She's the finest ship I ever did see, said Auden. She is yours, said the king. My gift for that astounding treasure of a bear. Auden was speechless. And what do you suppose fills the ship? said the king. Auden still did not reply, so he went on. It is filled with cargo, and all of it is yours. Auden was more stunned than before. Surely you must know that I couldn't allow you to leave without an appropriate reward, said the king. Auden bowed his head and thanked the king as best as he knew how. Yet there is one thing I worry about, said the king. I hear the reefs and rocky islands along the coast of Iceland are dangerous to ships. Even the finest ship can sink, and its cargo would be lost. If that happened to you, how would others believe that you had once enjoyed the protection of the king of Denmark? So... I give you this purse of silver. King Sven handed Auden a large purse, marked with his royal crest and bulging with silver coins. Your Majesty, you are more than generous, said Auden. And yet still I worry, said the king. Purses can be stolen, even become lost. If your ship and its cargo were sunk, and I dare say you had the misfortune of losing the purse and were forced to swim ashore to save your life, how would others know that you had once done a great favor for the king of Denmark? 
Therefore, I give you this ring. At that, King Sven removed a thick golden signet ring from his finger. The ring is yours, unless you feel compelled someday to give it to a great man for a great favor, and then do not hesitate to give it away. Now, Auden, farewell. So Auden set sail, and his journey was favored by steady winds and good weather. However, instead of directly returning to Iceland, he stopped by Norway to see King Harald, as he had promised. King Harald sat in the royal hall, and the king recognized him at once. Odin, come, he said. Sit down and drink with us. After a few minutes, King Harald said, So, I presume you presented your treasure of a bear to the king of Denmark? Odin nodded. And how did my worthy opponent reward you for such a princely gift? He gave me a fine ship, filled with cargo, said Auden. Did he, said the king, stroking his beard. I dare say I would have done the same. And a purse of silver as well, in case I lost both ship and cargo and had to swim ashore to a new land. A thoughtful gesture, said the king. I believe I would have considered the ship and cargo quite sufficient. Was there anything else? A ring, said Auden, that I was to keep as a remembrance, and not ever to part with, except as payment to a great man for a great favor. And now, I give the ring to you. Auden took off the ring and handed it to the king of Norway. You could have taken my life, and that of my bear. But you allowed me to go in peace when others would not have done so. King Harold, touched by Auden's gesture, heaped all the greatest gifts, as it is proper for a king to give to a man who has brought him much honor. Then Auden prepared his ship and possessions for Iceland. He had a good passage out to the western fjords, where he was reunited with his mother, who was overjoyed to see him. For the rest of his life, Auden was esteemed by all who knew him as the most deserving and fortunate of men. All right, I promised you that this story wasn't scary, and I really don't think it was. But there was one moment that had a little bit of tension a little bit of suspense. When Auden met the king of Norway, King Harald, for the first time, and King Harald wanted him to give him the bear, and Auden didn't want to because he wanted to give it to the king of Denmark, there was a moment when Auden was nervous, and I was a little nervous, and maybe you were nervous too, that maybe King Harald would just make him give him the bear like force him to give him the bear, even though he didn't want to. And I think, uh, I think King Harold thought about that too. I think maybe King Harold almost did make Auden give him the bear because he wanted it so much. That would have been a mean thing to do, to make Auden give him the bear. But sometimes... We have ideas 
about doing mean things. Like, if you really want something and someone else has it, you might want to snatch it from them. Or if you're feeling really mad at someone else, you might get the idea of yelling at them or saying something mean to them. We all get these ideas sometimes. And when we get these ideas to do something mean, it's our job to do what King Harold did. It's our job to do what the King of Norway did and to not do the mean thing. Just because you get the idea to do the mean thing, you don't have to do it. You can stop yourself. There's a moment after you get the idea where you make the choice if you're going to actually do it or if you're going to stop yourself and not do the mean thing. Has this ever happened to you, where you got angry or you really wanted something and you thought about being mean to get what you wanted, but you stopped yourself? Can you tell us about a time when that happened to you? Every time we think about doing something mean, but stop ourselves before we do it, it's like we're strengthening a muscle, a muscle of self-control that lets us be the good person that we really want to be. The more you practice stopping yourself from doing things that you know are mean, the better at it you'll get and the easier it will be to do until you'll start to just stop yourself automatically. And life is so much better when you can do that. It's easier to make friends. It's easier to be in good relationship with your family. And you don't have to deal with the negative consequences of having been mean to someone. It helps you feel better about yourself. I hope this week you can practice stopping yourself and strengthening that self-control muscle. This story comes originally from the Morkenskina, which is a chronicle of the kings of medieval Norway, that was written in Iceland almost 800 years ago. This version is retold by Elaine L. Lindy for the website Stories to Grow By. I am grateful to Stories to Grow By by making available their vast collection of stories for us to share with you on Elderberry Tales. And thanks to you for listening to Elderberry Tales. I'll see you next week.